Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tune in every Friday morning at 7.30 as I sit down with Bob and Josh to look ahead at the weekend in the Chiefs' kingdom. 7.30 Fridays on Fesco in the Morning, right here on 610 Sports Radio. KCSP Kansas City, WDAFHD2 Liberty, always live on the free Odyssey app. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. All right, it's What's Trending here on 610 Sports Radio. Cody and Gold out, so it's B&D. That stands for Bink and Dusty for you sickos out there on a day before Christmas Eve. I hope you're all having a great holiday. So, What's Trending number one, Binkley Mizzou plays Wake Forest tonight. Eli Drinkwitz gets to put that mouth to the test on the gridiron. Who you got? Wake Forest, Mizzou. Mizzou, a two-point underdog. Well, Missouri's defense really carried them through this season. Uh, Wake Forest, very explosive offense. Of course, Sam Hartman can what become the ACC's all-time leading touchdown getter tonight. And is he going to go to the NFL draft to transport portal next year? That's the big question. But it's also, you know, Missouri's going to be shorthanded in this game and probably a reason why they didn't uh, – you want to say, hey, why didn't they play Kansas? Isaiah McGuire, DJ Coleman, Martez Manuel, their top three sackers this season, not playing in this game. So actually looking forward to it because uh, Sam Hartman, Wake Forest, very explosive offense. We'll see what this defense can do without its top three sackers this season. But Missouri, the underdog in this game. But, you know, they, I actually like him in this game. Then Tampa, Raymond James Stadium. So you're saying I should add more money to my account and go bet on Mizzou over Wake Forest tonight? Yeah, be careful, man. I okay, want, I'm not going to do text that. from you in this thing. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, man, I don't want you making me waste my money. I know. I just, I just don't want to get that late night text. Like, what? I'm what just doing? kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, it's what's trending here on 610 Sports Radio. Jags beat the Jets and have a legitimate shot after last night to win the AFC South. That's right. The Urban Meyer once Jagless team, where Urban Meyer was a handsy kind of guy, you know. Obviously, reasons. Hands on. Um, you know, kicking his kicking his kickers and injured legs. Trevor Lawrence looked like he was kind of lost last year. The arrival of Doug Peterson and the arrival of Trevor Lawrence. Do the Jags have a legitimate shot here to be talked about as a playoff contending team? I think so. And here's the funny thing about it: the Titans still have to go to Dallas and play. Then the Titans have to play in Jacksonville. Jacks placed the Texans. Okay. Then they've got the Titans at home. They've already beaten the Titans on the road. Now they get them at home. They went into the game last night with a 50-50 shot at winning the division. The Jacksonville Jaguars could be divisional winners. 
Hey, Trevor Lawrence starting to, you know, turn turn around right before your eyes. Oh, yeah. Dougie Fresh has made a big – that's a guy that's won a Super Bowl with the backup quarterback that came from Andy Reid's system. And has a statue. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's sitting there with this team. It should be no shock, but that's the NFL. You can take bad to worse just by making a change at what? Head coach and your quarterback developing into the player that he is. I think it's exciting that Jacksonville's doing this. They're a fun team to watch. That game against the Jets, uh, they made Zach Wilson uh, cry. Yeah, he might be in the fetal position. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, 16 touchdowns, passing and rushing since week nine. The guy seems to have gotten into a groove. How about that Clemson one, too? Trevor Sapien. He's never hit 1,000 yards yesterday. And then they get Cal Ridley next year, and they'll have Zay Jones, Cal Ridley, and Christian Kirk. Oh, how about that Christian Kirk guy? That's a little good. Hey, I'll tell you what. Uh, Speaking of what's trending, Chiefs versus Seattle tomorrow. Frigid temperatures, Geno Smith versus Patrick Mahomes. What do you like? What don't you like about this game tomorrow? First of all, I think it's fun to have a game on Christmas Eve. I think it's fun to sit around. You know, on a Saturday, you have the Chiefs. It's in the cold. It's going to be warmer than it's been the last couple of years. It's going to be fun. You have Mitch Holtus out there banging the drum beforehand. But I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be liquefied. And I think Kansas City fans will find a way to tailgate, even with the frigid temperatures, because I just don't think they care. I think they'll be lined up five hours before the game, whatever. They'll go out there and tailgate. Bob will t- uh, have his shirtless picture that he's going to put on Twitter. Um it should be exciting for all of us. But I'm actually looking forward to this. See what they do. I want to see the Chiefs actually go out and hammer a team. Don't have Tyler Lockett this game. That's, no their, Lockett. Le- that's their leading receiver in yards this season. Not in catches, like one or two behind Metcalf, but is their receiving leader in yardage. But, yes, two great masterminds, a head coach, Andy Reid and Pete Carroll. Let's go. Both Hall of Fame coaches, I would assume. That's right. Um, hey, the other thing I think is interesting about tomorrow's game is that it's tough to, well, Tough to catch a buzz when it's that cold, but when you get in the car and the heater starts flowing, you'll start feeling that blood flowing. You'll, you'll, Unless you're you'll, me and don't have a heater. Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah, well, then you can just be sober for, yeah. you know, as long hey, as possible. Just bundle up, man. That's all you got to do. This wear, is why I'm wearing pants. I say you're definitely not wearing shorts in that car. <laughs> um, Eagles versus Cowboys, who you got? Remember, it's Gardner Minshew, but not only that. Gardner Minshew missed practice on Monday because the late, great Mike Leach had passed away, and that's when his funeral was. Does Gardner Minshew play with a little bit of a, you know, caveat or a little bit of a chip on his shoulder because he's doing it for the guy that mentored him that got him to where he is. He's kind of the same character built from the same tree. Gardner Minshew versus Dak Prescott, Philly versus Dallas. Who you got in that game on Christmas Eve? You know, it's funny because Gardner Minshew, I think (laughs) I'm excited about this actually. His stats actually aren't that bad to be honest with you. And I think if he wins this game, which I will be going for the Eagles, and I know they only have one loss, and why am I doing that? Because I want to see Gardner Minshew win, and I want this whole MVP nonsense argument between Hurts and Mahomes to be done, dissipated done. And Dallas looks terrible. They, Yeah, the Chiefs barely beat the Texans. They barely beat them the week before, and they lost to Jacksonville on the road. I don't think Dallas is ready uh, for prime time yet. Philly's got the number two defense in the league. We'll see if that defense can stand up against the Dallas Cowboys. And if Gardner wins... Go ahead and ship the MVP award to Patrick Mahomes. I think he's going to get it anyway, mm. but go ahead and send it to him. I would nice love that. Christmas present. Did you see what he gave his linemen? Yeah. They all get new sticks, man. Yeah, he's also sponsored by Taylor, man. I think Ta- Patrick Mahomes might also be a cheap ass. <laughs> you think they kidding. gave him to him? Well, I mean, I think he's like sponsored by TaylorMade, and that like what is one of his like golf promoters on. Like, goes- Oakley's on there. Yeah, he got him Oakley's last year. Why didn't he just give him all State Farm full coverage? I don't know. That's but he, a hell of a gift. Give yeah. some given, you know, insurance. Instead of getting the uh, the Andy Reid drawn on mustache, that is what's trending on a day before Christmas Eve. We hope you're all being safe out there with the frigid temperatures as well. Binkley, you had mentioned 
a little bit of Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts MVP debate. I kind of did my own thing on this on Tuesday night, but I'm interested because I, I, you know, you know me. I like to push your buttons. This was Joy Taylor on the MVP decision. They don't want to give Jalen Hurts no, this MVP. I think you're right. They don't. They don't want to give him the MVP. So if Gardner Minshew goes out with a great team around him and has a nice performance against the Cowboys and wins because the Eagles are better than the Cowboys right now, so it's entirely possible. They're going to use that as an excuse for why it's really the team around him, which is a conversation that's already been started. We had it all last week, and it's not really Jalen. Because let's be, let's be fair about that. Not fair. Let's be honest about this. Any other team that was 13-1 and one at this point in the season, we would not be discussing if the quarterback of that team was a legitimate MVP. Absolutely. And in the coming years... I plan on being right here, <laughs> and I will remind all of you when there is another good team with a quarterback who has a record like this that he can't be the MVP because it has to be the team around him. And I don't want to hear that it's what he's done before that makes him the MVP even if the team around him is great because that's what we're doing. If I'm at home, I'm confused. So, I'm con so let's say this. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is having an incredible season. He's the best quarterback in the league. If he had the team that Jalen Hurts has, which he practically does, there are only – really, you can argue only the defense is the gap between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. I have the rankings right here. The, re the real gap, you can argue, is they have a better defense, which they do. They have the second-best defense in the league, the right. Philadelphia Eagles do. If next year the Chiefs have the second-best defense and Patrick Mahomes looks like this – they're going to give the MVP to Patrick Mahomes, as they should. No doubt. Yep. Because he's the MVP. And let them be 13-1, and one, there won't even be a question he wouldn't have to finish the season. They don't want to give Jalen Hurts this MVP. Why? On you, Mr. Binkley. It's one of the dumbest arguments I've ever heard. As a matter of fact, I'm dumber for listening to that. What, what kind of point are you trying to make? I mean, yeah, Travis Kelsey's here and all that, but you got A.G. Brown in Philadelphia. you get got the fifth-leading rusher in the NFL and a pro bowler and Miles Sanders behind Jalen Hurts. And we'll find out. We'll find out. Because do you think if the Chiefs were going to Dallas with Chad Haney at quarterback, that we'd be looking at this game with the number two defense? We'd say, okay, maybe. Maybe number two defense. This is what matters. Like, Jalen doesn't have to have all this. And again, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have the top defense anywhere close to it. I think they're 14th in total defense, like 18th in points. Josh Allen, not this year, because Buffalo's defense has fallen back, still a top 10 defense, but he's had a top three defense in the NFL. And you take a quarterback and give him that kind of defense, you don't always have to be good. You don't always have to be perfect because your defense can bail you out of problems. That's one thing Patrick Mahomes doesn't have. And to sit here and go, you're going to be here next year, Joey, to tell us all if Patrick Mahomes has a good year, I don't care. The dude leads the NFL in yards and touchdowns. What's your point? Like, seriously, like, I'm really trying to figure out a point. He also, with 35 touchdowns this year, tied Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. Only Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have more seasons of that. A 35 was six. Mahomes will crush that within two years. Crush it. He will set a standard that nobody can build up to at that point. No, you look at what he has on offense. You look at, again, Throwing the ball to Jody Fortson in the game for 51 yards. You look at Justin Watson. You look at Juju missing the game. You look at McCole Hardman, who's a big part of this offense on IR. You look at Kadarius Toney that's the plays, then hurt, then plays. Look at all these factors. And then Travis Kelsey, yes, he's a star. 
He also gets the most attention of any chief. I mean, the, the attention he's getting is ridiculous, but he's still good. The bottom line is, you take all these factors, and you take, do you have any of the Chiefs backs or do you have Miles Sanders? I mean, that's the question. But give Mahomes the number two defense, the Chiefs probably are <laughs> probably undefeated at this point, to be honest with you. My biggest questions are, who are they? And I talked about this on Tuesday night, because I think that's when she broke this debate, which... First off, anything that Emmanuel Acho and LaShawn McCoy are a part of, I want nothing to do with. It, it's it's terrible. I mean, when, you know, they have their takes that, you know, that they want to have, that's fine. They're, and then they're backtrack on, TV, on them. Whatever you want to do. That's fine. I'll let them, I'll let them be you. But the thing is, I don't know who they are because they, the MGM sports betting book or Caesars, whoever you want to use, said that Patrick Mahomes lost the favorite of the MVP voting because... He blew it against Denver. He threw yeah. three interceptions. I guess they yeah. didn't want Jalen to win. So, Actually, they did. And the thing is, is that when they came out with the post, which was the, I guess, the the president of the sports books, they deliberately said Mahomes struggled to take that game away from one of the worst teams in the league. He threw three interceptions. Jalen Hurts blew out the New York Giants in, you know, MVP fashion. So the odds changed. Well, the odds then changed again because Mahomes, by the way, finished the game last week with 20 consecutive completions. If he gets six straight against Seattle, he will then tie the record. Seven, he will break the record for most consecutive completions in games in the NFL streak. Not only that, when you're going to talk about they, you mean the gambling experts who are putting the odds together at the very beginning of the year because if they got it wrong, they got it wrong at the very beginning when they had Patrick Mahomes at plus 900 and Josh Allen at plus 425. Mahomes is clearly the MVP favorite. He has first in yards passing, first and third down conversions, most points per game, and oh, by the way, he's doing it without his best wide receiver, whereas Jalen Hurts, love the guy. Picked him in fantasy all year in the summer. If you listen to the show during the summer, I said he's the sleeper. He's the guy you want. I would even stretch and take him in the fifth or sixth round where a lot of people are still taking wide receivers and running backs. I would have taken Jalen Hurts there. There's probably a lot of teams in the playoffs in fantasy football that have Jalen Hurts as their starting quarterback. Here's the deal. Patrick Mahomes isn't missing any games. Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for 40 touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes is going to break the yard passing record in the NFL. And he's going to set all these passing numbers and rank one, 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 all the way down. And yet he's doing it without probably arguably the best or second best wide receiver in the NFL. Not only that, he had the toughest schedule in NFL history through the first five games. They had 11 wins. They're on the verge of being the number one seed. And oh, sorry to tell you this. When Patrick Mahomes was what, 14 and two in 2020, he finished third in the MVP voting. So there is no, they, there is no, nobody wants to get away from Jalen hurts. If you're trying to say that everyone's saying that poor pitiful Jalen hurts, Jalen hurts is going to miss some games, right? Who's more valuable to their team. Patrick Mahomes missing a game and Chad Henney starting Jalen hurts, missing the game and Gardner Minshew starting. If Gardner Minshew can win this game, this Sunday, this Saturday against Dallas, then I would like to hear what Joy Taylor has to say because takes like that, she won't have that seat. And I love me some Joy Taylor. That, I do. That, that just was un, it just wasn't what you're calling Patrick Mahomes the best quarterback. Away. No, she did. It, it, she acknowledged it, but she also almost made it like past success. You know how you don't vote on the Heisman on what they right. did last year and the year before. She almost acted like. 
Mahomes didn't have 87% completion. They yeah. haven't done the NFL in 30 years. She almost acts like he doesn't have 20 straight passes. She almost acts like he's not the NFL's leading passer. She almost acts like she, he's not the NFL leading touchdown. She almost acts like he still has Tyreek Hill because all Joy Taylor's in the world all said this offense is going to suck without, the only without statist- Tyreek. They all said they're going to suck without Tyreek, and look where they sit. The only statistical number she brought up was the record of 13-1. and one. No records of Patrick Mahomes' numbers against one of the toughest schedules the NFL has ever seen. No numbers of Jalen Hurts' numbers going up with the addition of A.J. Brown. And the fact that she did bring up the Philadelphia Philadelphia Eagles have the number two defense in the league. Of course you're 13-1. and one. When you have, if the if the numbers are similar, then Philadelphia should have one of the top five def, or top five offenses in the league, and the Chiefs have one of the top twenty defenses in the league. Like, and it's not in the top ten; it's probably like fifteenth, eighteenth. They lead the league; they're fourth in the league in sacks. That's the best defensive number they have. The Eagles have a great offensive line. They have a great one-two wide receiver punch. They have a top five running back in the NFL. Maybe not top five, but he's a top five rushing leader, yards leader in the NFL this year. And yet, here we are arguing about. They want to give it to Jalen Hurts. Speaking of they, we all remember this take by one of your favorite defensive players of all time, Binkley. Well, this is a repeat uh, statement that I've said, but I said that I don't believe that the Chiefs are going to uh, make the playoffs. I said it to McCole Harmon. Listen, you can't be one-sided. Within their division, they're the only team that is front-loaded on the offensive side of the ball. Every team has closed the gap. You look at the, co- the, the discrepancy in quarterbacks. You can't say Russell Wilson's that far from Patrick Mahomes. You can't say Justin Herbert's that far. But when you look at the comparing the defenses, it, the, the other defenses in this league is miles ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're going to pay the price. It's a reset year for them, right? Some, I understand what you're thinking. It's going to be a question of just how bad the defense actually is. Is it below average or is it really terrible? The last two times we saw them against the Bills and against the Bengals, that defense was horrible and it was exposed and it put too much pressure on Patrick Mahomes. We saw last year that offense went through some hiccups. Now you don't have somebody that's going to take the top off the defense. If you have a number one corner, you're saying, who I want to put him on? I don't want to waste him on, on Smith Schuster, uh, Valdez Scanley. I can play you straight up. And like you've never been able to play them straight up with Tyreek Hill taking the safety no matter where he goes, all eyes on him. Now it's going to be all eyes on Patrick Mahomes. Can he lead the team that way in the division that is stacked? And then he did. This before the season. Bart Scott. Here's the funny thing, Dusty. He goes, I even told this to McCole Hardman. Why don't you say it to somebody tougher, man? You think Hardman's coming at you, Bart Scott? Why don't you say that to somebody else? Like, seriously. Why don't you sit there and say that to Patrick? He said the numbers between Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes are not that far. Hey, it's way nine playoff wins for what Russell who's been playing since what? 2012, eight for Mahomes. Who's going to shatter it this year, but it's funny. All these things coming back and the non-belief and I told this to McCall Hart. Well, tell somebody tougher. Come on, man. Come on, Bart. But that, that was dumb. Just the non-belief in the chiefs and what they can do. And everybody thinking Tyree kill is such a factor. They say that it's preconceived notions. And I go with this by this before. Oh, the Chiefs, Prisco puts his power. Oh, the Chiefs can't get to the quarterback. Well, they had the fourth most sacks in the NFL. Maybe timely when you think of the Bengals game, but they didn't pin their ears back because they respected the uh, Bengals' bigger physical wide receivers. Right. A lot like when Mike Williams left the game, they get five sacks. Hmm, how'd that work? Well, big physical receiver leaves. You don't. You can, you can go after the quarterback. But the bottom line, give Mahomes a number two defense and, and see him try to go out there and make the plays that he does every single week. To have the number one offense statistically in every category is on your quarterback. When you've lost Juju for a game, when you've lost McCole Hardman to IR, when you can't count on Kadarius Toney. And you really lost Juju for like two to two and a half games. And you're sitting here with the number one offense in the NFL. 
And Kelsey's public enemy number one. And it's been when the number, you play the Chiefs, that's who you want to stop. Not only that, but it's been the number one offense for basically the entire year. Like they put up forty points in their first five twice in their first five games, right? They put up forty on the on the Cardinals and they put up forty on on the Bucks. So it's it's interesting when you look at the Chiefs and you look at the narrative that always goes because we talked about this earlier, Binkley, that for some reason there's a lot of people that either they want to make a bold take, but they're not making the right bold take. Like making a bold take would say, oh, well, I don't think that, you know, I think the Jaguars have a chance at winning the South. Now I know hindsight's 2020 and you can say, well, yeah, that's easy now. But I mean, saying that Russell Wilson, who played what, like three games last year is, is statistically about as close as it gets to Patrick Mahomes. I do believe that Justin Herbert, I think he's about as close as we get to Patrick Mahomes outside of Josh Allen and maybe Joe Burrow. But I, I put think, Burrow ahead of Herbert. And I know that. But the thing about this is that Josh McDaniels is the head coach of the Raiders, who is atrocious as a coach. Brandon Staley, never been in the playoffs, never had above 500 record. They had him above the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. And then Nathaniel Hackett, the first game of the year, he took the ball out of his $250 million-plus quarterback and tried to kick a 55-yard field goal in terrible time management, and yet no one from that point on, after the Chiefs basically scooted the division from that point on, sweeping the division so far, beat Denver, Chargers twice, Raiders once, and you know they're going to sweep the entire division. No one yet, and this is where I get confused, no one yet has come out. 15-0 on the road in the division. That's insane. Right, and the other thing, too, is that not one of these national people has come out and said, you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong about the Chiefs. And the only people that have really said anything about it was the clip we played of Good Morning Football where they said, I think we're overlooking it, which is saving face, which is not saying you're wrong, which is not saying that maybe the Chiefs are better than we thought they were or that maybe we should start giving Mahomes and Andy Reid a little bit more credit and Travis Kelsey as well, but more so just saying like, eh, Maybe we should just stop having the Chiefs because every year they're here. It's like, well, then if that's the case, then stop having the hot take of saying that the Chiefs won't make the playoffs and the Chiefs have, deg- have regressed from what they were a year ago because having the number one or number two wide receiver in the league, they weren't the best offense. Having without the number one wide receiver in the league, they are the best offense. Why? It's not because of Tyree Kill. It's because of the guy who throws the ball to Tyree Kill. And I think what makes it more impressive is everybody's scheming, throwing every single thing they can at the Chiefs. Like last year. It was said that, uh, you know, teams slowed down the Chiefs. Even though you look at the numbers at the end of the year, they were number one in the NFL in points per drive. But just like Steve Young said when he was talking about Andy Reid and getting all the everybody's best efforts, that's what people did with the West Coast offense. They found a way to slow it down. The Chiefs found a way to counteract that. Right. And I always use the example. You could be Brett Ivan or Whit Merrifield. You know, you got to make the adjustment. You can come out hot. But you got to make that damn adjustment when they come out after you. Speaking of Brett Ivner and Whit Merrifield, we'll talk about the Royals here in a little bit in a conversation that some people are having that I don't think makes any sense. Plus, we've got to go around the NFL because it's Friday. There's games on Christmas Eve. There's games on Christmas. You get the deal. It's Jay Binkley. It's Dusty Likey. Likey. Wow. <laughs> got my own name wrong. Ooh. Dusty Likey. It's Jay Binkley here on 610 Sports Radio representing Alex Gold and Cody Tapp today. Cody and Gold brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio.
These must be your favorite, Dustman. It's a big one. It's a banger. It's a top three. Better Wolf, you were that dude robbing the bag. Well, I'm still a free man, so this wolf is still on the prowl. Do I need to change my name? Did you get worried at all, though, when they say say werewolf or wolf? That's just a wolf. I'm I'm a werewolf, I guess. I mean, Herschel Walker tried to ruin it for me. Now this guy's trying to worry, ruin it for me. I'm just thinking maybe I should just ditch the nickname. I think you should keep the dirty world. I'm, I, it should be your nice. I mean, after hours of the werewolf. I, I mean, every time there's a full moon, the show gets a little different. But these these guys out here, they're trying to ruin my nickname. Yeah, well, at least, I mean, you have a nickname because it wasn't organic. It was given to you by the listeners. Right. Carried but, on by Vern and then myself. That, Perpetuated it, and it's a good nickname. I mean, it's it's a fantastic nickname, but there's nothing I can do about it if if somebody's going around being an idiot, robbing banks and placing future bets with the money on it. Those are big bets, allegedly. Man. Allegedly, big bets. Well, yeah, they're big bets. It's not his money. We don't know that. The Maybe hell we of... don't. You think you have money like that if you're well, robbing the new banks? New money might be different, but when's the last time Bill Gates robbed a bank? Last time Warren Buffett robbed a bank. They is, he don't. Got, is he got a lawyer yet? I don't know. I think the guy's screwed. Like, I'd call Mike's got this. Him or the Jungle Law jungle guy. Law, yeah, but he's yeah. more of a DUI guy. Yeah, he'd show him that limo. You know, yeah. if Mike DePasquale would have given half a you know what about his football career. I've used him before. Like he's he great. does for he's his great. lawyer. You have used Mike oh, DePasquale? Yeah, yeah. Mike's got this, man. He does have it? Oh, he's got it. How are you not sponsored by Mike DePasquale? He can get the wolf off, I guarantee you that. He can get the wolf off? You know what I mean, Dustin? I don't know what you mean. Those he are your words. He would get the though. wolf out of trouble. Okay. Well, he's not. He's still gonna get in trouble, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He could get the wolf off, is what you're saying. That'd be what I'd call. I'd use my one call to call the next. Got this, you know. I don't know, man. I think. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I want Mike DePasquale anywhere near me. I would. I'd 100 percent get him. Okay. I've used him before. The dude was nails. So you're the you're you're going for it. He man. had this. Yeah, yeah. I'm using him again. He got you off? Yeah. No. <laughs> you stop it, man. Oh, man, you were so quick. Oh, man, you answered that so quick. Man, Colburn, Col- <laughs> man. Colburn. We're not even talking about baseball no, right now. No, we will. We will. We're getting ready to talk about uh, we're getting ready to talk about the NFL Sunday uh, matchups and what we're watching for, man. You know what I mean? We're getting ready to, getting ready to talk about, you know, a little bit of, you know, Here's your here's your Herschel Walker. But I'm gonna tell you something that I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Did you know that? I never knew that, so I didn't want to be a vampire anymore. I wanted to be a werewolf. But then anyway. So that's where we're at. Do werewolves like garlic? Because vampires don't. I don't know. I just smashed some pizza that our good friend Carrington Harrison got us from us from the other place. How about it, Carrington, man? The giving spirit of Carrington this time of year. Tell you what, man, he came in here, I'll tell you exactly what happened. He came in here and he said, Man, I'm hungry. I said, Yeah, me too. So is Binkley. So what do I do? I said, talk to your friends at the other place and see if we can get some pizza. He goes, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. And then he went and got pizza. They had like, what, hamburger, cheese, and pepperoni? And mozzarella sticks. Yeah, those are all right. Those are pretty good. If you could only have three ingredients on your pizza the rest of your life, cheese doesn't count. Mm. Three ingredients the rest of your life on your pizza, what are they? Pepperoni, hamburger, and jalapenos. You said pepperoni, hamburger, jalapeno? That's right. Oof. R.I.P. to your colon. Um, well, I think I would go Italian sausage, jalapeno, pineapple. And now I'm going to get shredded by the text line. 
Because people are going to say pineapple does not belong on pizza. It really doesn't. It shocks me you'd say that, actually. Why? It belongs in a uh, mixed drink on the beach. It does not belong on pizza. Actually, you can do whatever the hell you want. I just I just don't enjoy it. You know, when I think of pizza, I think of other things, Dust, man. I don't really think of pineapple on pizza. Well, it is the holidays, so do whatever you want. I'm sure the uh, places are going to be busy tomorrow if they're working <laughs> to deliver your pizza. Don't forget to tip these guys, too, man, and the gals. Because they're going out there when it's like negative 5 degrees, 6 degrees. When you don't want to go get the pizza, they're bringing it to your place. Man, don't forget them if you can get a hold of them. That's, that's the key right now, Dust, man. Oh, by the way, Dave Manor just tweeted out the uh, Missouri on the back of their their helmets. Sweet logo. It's got Mike for Leech, and it's got the cowbell for the eye, and it's got a little skull and crossbones on it for the pirate because, I mean, Mike would have loved that, right? right. Pirate ship and all that. You know. Oh, yeah. All right, Binkley. Well, it is, the, uh, it is Friday before the NFL, Sunday, Saturday, whatever you want to call it, but there are three teams that we're probably watching very closely. <laughs> from around the league. We got a chance to come out here and play football. It's time to go around the NFL. Take it away, Spec. Well, it's not Spec. <laughs> I thought I hit the wrong button. Take it away, Spec. Calling. Oh, that'd be so funny. All right. So the <laughs> Take it away, Spec. Take it away, Spec. Well, I'm not Spec. I am Dusty. But the first game I think we have to talk about this weekend Cincinnati at New England. Cincinnati is a three-point favorite going to Foxborough. Joe Burrow versus Mac Jones. It clearly states on paper, Binkley. This game screams Cincinnati covers three. Mac Jones just got face-planted into hell by Chandler Jones last week on the most bizarre play to end a game. Probably you or I have ever seen. What happens in this one? Cincinnati versus New England. Kind of need New England, right? Kind of do. Got to get Cincinnati just a little bit of cushion because they sit one game back of the Chiefs right now. So... She's better. They should run the table, but that Raiders game at the end, you never know what happens in divisional games. Did you see that uh, Bob Kraft's having that uh, Pat Patriots fan? Was at that Raiders game? That's awesome, Where by that the way. That lady was yelling at Customized the Customized jersey, yeah. free flight to the game, free stay, perfect. Wish I had the kind of money to do that stuff. What, go get a massage? No. no well, he did. It. He flew there and back to Kansas City in one, yeah. one day. He held the trophy <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> with them <laughs> greasy hands. Yeah, he, yeah. Did. he did. But I... That, 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 See stuff like this and fly somebody back because of this viral video. But that's great because there's she a was... fan. If no one knows what we're talking about, there's a lady just berating a dude, yeah, yelling at him like being annoying as hell. To be honest with you, she was probably that was probably the Big most time. annoying woman in the world. To be honest with you, and she was yelling at this guy the whole game because of probably what happened to him at the end of the game. But he stood there, he took it. He'd never been to an NFL game before. Now he's getting sideline passes out there, but. Joe Burrow, I'll take Burrow over. Uh, this is the way they're playing right now. But New England's desperate, man. But Mac Jones is no Bailey Zappi. Okay, yeah, no, they need to get, but they need to get Mac Jones. Zappi needs to be there. the starter, man. Right. Um, so we go to the next game, which is also Saturday at noon as well, which is Buffalo at Chicago. Pete Sweeney, for some reason, I can't put my finger on it. I can't put my thumb on it. I can't think about why, but he says you don't want to play the Bears and Justin Fields right now. I don't know what that means. I don't know why he says that. Because the cold. I get it. But and I mean, then Fields is playing well. And he's using his legs very effectively in Chicago. Finally said, you know what? Maybe we should just let him do what he did in college, and maybe it'll work out in the NFL. Justin Fields, very electric, kind of having like a similar 
kind of a ride to the NFL, like Trevor Lawrence, like kind of was bad at the start of it. Nobody really knew what he was going to do last year, and now he's kind of arrived, kind of figured it out. Bills going to Chicago. Also, the kickoff temperature, negative 11 on the wind chill. Is there a such thing as a trap game, Jay Binkley, for the Buffalo to Bills? 30 mile per hour. But Buffalo loves this stuff, man. They I was do. say they're born in it. <laughs> they, they, they used to play it in this. They won a game last week uh, when snow came down there at the end. So if there's any team that can travel well in the snow that has something to play for, it's the Buffalo Bills. They're saying high of 13, low of three. You said that real feel is what, minus 11? This is one of the coldest places in America to go play football. And nobody probably wants to play. So I just have to go, who's got more on the line? And that would be the Buffalo Bills having more on the line. But these cold weather games are cool, man. Do you like this weekend slate, by the way? I mean, it's it's interesting. Now, I'll be busy. You can I'm, be honest. I, I do. I, I think it's fine. Um, but I will say that, like, I think that when you look at the way this weekend is, it's such a... It's such a cluster, you know what, of a weekend with everything that goes on. People doing last minute shopping tomorrow. People trying to hit that, you know, that church service between 11 and 5 p.m. People trying to get into, you know, different areas. And the best thing about it is for all those guys that are like you and I that just want to sit on our ass and not be bothered, it's perfect for us. Because we can start at noon, go all the way to 7, and then guess what? Do Christmas with the family tomorrow morning or whatever you celebrate, and then straight right into games again because you get NBA, you get the NFL. It's all together tomorrow. It's, it, it is beautiful, but it's also kind of stressful because I don't know what I'm going to watch or where I'm going to watch it or how I'm going to consume all of this football, but I'm all in for it. Commanders, 49ers, 3 o'clock. So you have the Chiefs game in that. Or you can watch the Eagles and Cowboys at 325 with the Chiefs playing at noon. Then, of course, the That's night game. That's what I'll be watching at The night games, Raiders and Steelers. Then... Your Christmas Day games, Packers and Dolphins. Eh, Dolphins are pretty desperate right now. Broncos at Rams, 330. This, th- that game sucks. And then the Buccaneers and Cardinals to end the night. That is not a good matchup to end the night on no. Christmas Day. Christmas Eve, definitely way better than Christmas Day. My question is greater than, right? The greater yeah. Sanson? Right, yeah. yeah. Christmas Eve, greater this than, way. Yeah. Christmas Eve, yeah. yeah. Yeah, So, my thing is, does the NFL still beat the NBA in viewership on Christmas Day? I would have to say yes. Yeah, NFL right? beats everything. Yeah. So the other thing too about this is I will be watching the I'll be watching the Dallas Eagles game at 325. More importantly, because I want to see if Gardner Minshew can pull the upset off. See Minshew, because man. if Gardner Minshew pulls the upset off, man, you can go ahead and basically cash out your Patrick Mahomes MVP bet because have your hot takes ready. Joy. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. You say, come on. I mean, she didn't. That was that was warranted. She did say if he goes out there and wins with that team, then they'll think that Jalen Hurts isn't. Well, of course, that's the take. Like, of course, that's the reasoning. Playing with the number two defense, you can win games. Mm. Right. Yeah. So, like Brock Purdy's winning with the number one defense in San Francisco. You think Brock Purdy's that great? Somebody, he's never thrown for what more than two hundred twenty yards. Come on. Yeah, but he's been doing the right thing at the right time. He's got a great defense. Protection's great. You know, the last you run time, the football and you throw the ball to George Kittle. You know, the last it's time that, that uh, the uh, Niners lost was. Chiefs. That's right. 40, it was a 21-point win. Yep. Chiefs put some on that. The other one and here's the thing, too, that everyone <laughs> talks about. That was the number one scoring defense in the NFL. They they played the Broncos when they were number three scoring defense in the NFL. And they played the Bucs when they were the number five best defense against points in the NFL. And they scored 44, 34, and 41, respectively, on the road against those top five scoring defenses. Go ahead, uh-huh. man. I was going to say, the last one on this scene, on this, uh, on this, uh, Sunday slate that I'm interested in is Raiders and Steelers. Now I know on the surface that doesn't look like a huge game or look like one of those ones that you're looking at and saying, man, I really need to watch this. Mike Tomlin, Jay Binkley, 
15 consecutive seasons with at least a winning record. If he loses on Saturday, he will be the first time in 15 years that Mike Tomlin has not had a winning record as the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach. That's insane, too. Is Mike think... Tomlin the head coach of Pittsburgh next year? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're not going to Not that he's fired, but he, he could move on. He, he could get traded of, for. Yeah, I get it, but the guy's a hell of a coach. It is also the anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, right? That took place between the Raiders 50 and the years Steelers. ago. They were going to what? Honor Franco Harris at this game? They still are on Saturday. Wow. They're going to retire his jersey, and they're going to do all that This stuff. is why you do this stuff earlier. Okay. You get people. You, know, you, you well, do you it earlier. So I have to. I have you to don't go wait this you. long. You have to wait this long because Saturday today is the 50th anniversary, and they play tomorrow. So it kind of makes sense why you would wait until this weekend to do it, and you can't expect a guy to die, right? If you put it that way. Well, that's exactly why they did it this weekend because it's the 50th I anniversary. I just think when people are honored when they're dead, like that week. I mean, it, it, well, that's I when don't Pete like Rose that. is. That's when Pete Rose is going that's to the Hall of Fame. That's what I'm saying, thing. man. Do it while they're alive, man. Do you see what Cincinnati's doing? The state of Ohio is legalizing sports gambling, and Cincinnati's going to let Pete Rose play the first play the place. Sorry, place the first official legal bet in the state of Ohio. Yeah, I accidentally got one of those uh, DraftKings commercials. It was thrown into some NFL game, and it had uh, uh, Kevin Hart sitting on the couch talking about Ohio. You got sports gambling legal now, so yeah. And Pete Rose going to be the honorary uh, first better for the state of Ohio because of you know all his stuff. So if you drive a truck, you can pretty much make a bet anywhere on the country once you get out of, out of Missouri. That's what I'm saying. When they build the new Royal Stadium, they should put half of it in Kansas and half of it in Missouri and see how many people shift over during the game to see if they want to go make a bet. And then come back over to get their pot. You know, the other, well, yeah. The other thing that I found out very. Uh, would you ever have gambling or pot? But go ahead. Which one would I rather have? Yeah. Whew, I want to say pot is probably healthier, right? I mean, they're both a financial hit, right? You have a lot of fun with the gambling. But, I mean, you can have a lot of fun with an edible, <laughs> especially, like, on a holiday weekend. Yeah. You don't want to deal with family or you don't want to deal with anybody because you don't maybe, like, you know, want to be around certain people. I'm just saying it's a choice. What would you rather have? Pot or gambling? Or gambling. You're going gambling? Yeah. I think gambling is probably the way to go, right? Because I don't want to just, you know, be like a fried egg on a couch the no, rest of my life. No, no. Even though gambling and sports will make me a fried egg and then. I think it's an interesting choice. Would you rather have? Because right now, the interstates go back and forth to Kansas, Missouri, place their bets. Well, they Do you think yet. it's funny that Mike Parsons had the National Guard come to the state of Missouri for the weather that came in? I think, uh, well, it was supposed to be a big storm, right? The cold's been bad. As people with frozen pipes. Kling had frozen pipes this morning. Yeah, well, you got to thaw those pipes, baby. I do. Yeah. You, know? you had frozen pipes? I think so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think so. At least one of them. Somebody says, damn, Dusty's a little spicy today. Have I been spicy today? You're a little bit spicy. What do you mean by that? I, you've been, well, I have too. I mean, you and I have been off kilter. Okay. And I don't mean like, uh, we're just angry, I think. You and I have some venom. Okay. And we shouldn't be this way because it's the holidays. It's Christmas is in a couple days. Like, we shouldn't be this way, but we are. I'm, but I don't Maybe feel we're like, Grinches. I don't, I don't know. feel like I'm spicy today. I feel like I've been a man of the people like every day. I feel like I'm I'm reading the text. Hey, speaking know? of spice, what did they uh, what did they do to Salt Bay? Why is he the guy with this? Because he acted like a douchebag. I saw him put the metal in his mouth. He took you? the like awards from people. How did he, he get like, down there? Who the hell knows? How'd that girl in the seventies and eighties get down there and kiss all those athletes? Because he was Salt Bay. I don't know, but I know that they have like banned him from the future cups. Can you believe this is the world we live in? Yes, like, I can Salt believe. I can Yes, I can believe that. I one hundred percent can believe that. There are famous people making this guy cook the mistake because he does this stupid little salt thing, and then you he acts like a that? total ass. You've never done that? No. 
I have never a gr- sprinkled I have a grind, like salt bay? I have a grind salt. So I'm going to put it off my chest. Just open my chest out and grind salt all the way down on the pizza. Nobody see, wants see, somebody wants chest lettuce. You're being angry. That's not. I'm not. You are a little bit spicy. Salt Bay sucks. His 15 minutes of fame are over. Argentina and Lionel Messi, that's what it was all about. It was the greatest World Cup final. And then he went down there and acted like an ass. He was like taking the World Cup trophy. He didn't even kick a ball. He put that metal in his mouth. God. Somebody said I said cluster F. I did not say cluster F. I said cluster blank. They said bull spit, pot, definitely spicy today, LOL. Some Louisiana hot sauce going on. Somebody said the National Guard is in Missouri, big guy, LOL. They're in all states. Thank you, big guy, LOL, big guy. And you're spicy. Well, yeah, because I don't like the whole, like, big guy thing at the very end because you're just trying to be an asshat. Well, just do what I do and block, man. I don't block anybody. That's not my job. I don't either. My job is to be nice and do nice things for people, not to go, hey, the National Guard's in Missouri, big guy. Actually, in all all states. Yeah, well, tell that to the 816, big guy. You like being called big guy? You like being called boss? You like being called dude? I do like being called dude. I don't know why I said that. Well, big guy's not bad. It's not good. What does it mean that I'm fat? I'm not fat. Well, I lost 40 pounds. Me too. Yeah, exactly. God, people just need to get some holiday spirit. Go listen I to think, Bruce I think, you, I think you do too, though, to be honest. What? I think both of us do. What? I think both of you and I are a little bit angry. It's coming out a little bit. Like I'm just angry when people have to be like cute and have to say the National Guard is in all capitals, Missouri, and then big guy, and then send a cheeky LOL. Don't use LOL. Kiss my ass, both cheeks, pucker up. I never use LOL. Do you use it? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Why? You don't seem like LOL guy. Because sometimes I laugh out loud. Have you watched Theo Vaughn? Then type that laugh out loud. I laughed out loud on a plane. LOL. No, I hit a, emojis. Do you uh, smiley face laugh. emojis? Do I use smiling emojis? Yeah. I use uh, funny looking emojis. Do you think Vern does? I think Vern sends the eggplant emoji. <laughs> what? That made me laugh out loud. See? Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I said laugh out loud. Oh, man. See, now they're saying they're not calling me fat. They're just playing around. Just, I don't you're big boned. I'm not big boned. That's what I always go with. Big guy and bro are fighting words. Might as well be called bitch. That was a little bit different, man. <laughs> a little bit different. No, nah, big guy's a little bit different. No, because if you go to a bar and you're walking by and somebody goes, easy, big guy. They're not saying that as in like, oh, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's a big guy. But then they are not the same. Calling, either, calling somebody either one of those is not good. Either one of what? The words. Okay. Big guy, bro. Yeah, I mean. Biatch. Call, yeah, calling some guy a bro is is not insinuating any sort of like sarcasm or like insinuating that you want to you want to throw fists. But you go by somebody and go, "Oh, sorry, big guy." It's like, "Why why eh. why, why that?" It can be more insulting than that. Ugh. Um, the text lines using LOL now. Well, they should. LOL no, is like, it's no, good. stop it cuz you'll get banned. I said I don't ban people, but I will today. You know I won't cuz it's holidays. And then somebody mind. randomly says, "Dusty, you are sexy." And then someone says, go F yourself, Cody. What'd Cody do? Vern in hibernation like a bear. I know. That's why we want to wake him up. Should we call Vern? I think we should. <laughs> We're going to talk baseball. Why not have the guy, that, the baseball princess? Yeah. Because there's, I don't know. I mean, when we're talking ball, does everybody, know, does everybody know why you call him princess? Because everything he wants, he gets. Oh. 
I mean, I'll, I'll sit here and do post games and stuff. You and, think like, he wanted the, a pizza cutter, he'd get it? Anytime, like, the volume on the TV or something I need adjusted, I always go to Vern. Because if Vern asks for it, it gets done. Okay. If I ask for it, it falls on deaf ears. But if Vern asks for it, it gets done. You think if Vern was on air right now, it's like, man, I could go for a cheeseburger. Somebody would come up here and bring him a cheeseburger? I just want to know where he is. Is he in Michigan? Is he here? He could be anywhere. I mean, he does go north during Christmas. Somebody says they do it to get a rise out of me, Dusty Rhodes, because it's hilarious radio when you rage out. 816. Okay, Bink. In a text, how do you let people know what you think you said was funny? Or do you do the ha-ha-ha or LOL? Well, first of all, don't use LOL. It's stupid. Somebody says, oh, you're Dusty, and they spelled you're wrong, so go uh, go uh, F yourself, man. <laughs> it's Christmas, man. Come on, Dusty. They said to go F myself. Well, maybe... What do you want me to do with that? Have you want me to just pass on it? Have cheer. I do have cheer. No. I got gifts for my entire family. I get to wrap them tomorrow night. I'm excited about it. I love Christmas. What'd you give me? Because usually I give people either lottery tickets or flashlights. I got you a can of Copenhagen. Thank you, Dusty. You're very welcome. See, I get people. And, and Carrington took care of us, oh, too. Oh, you're Dusty. You sound very similar to Cody. Yeah, well, you sound very similar to a text member that got blocked. Coming up next, we're going to call Vern. I'm over this. Listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.